crowd noise. Something we take for granted or see as an annoyance might now be to you as it is to me, the sound of music. It isn't number one on the list of things I miss, but the sound of high schoolers snickering over weird memes that they're sharing together on their phone, the sound of middle schoolers shouting out random comments as you're getting ready to gather. (laughs) It seems every church I've ever been involved with at some point had someone wanting to find a way to get people to be quiet before worship. Man, I would love to have those as my number one problems right now. Well, we have a lot of things that we miss. And it makes it harder when you don't know a day or a time when all this will be over. Whether it's going to get worse or better, and what's going to happen. I sure felt like I was chasing my tail last week, thinking of ideas and then losing them, reading stuff that led to watching or reading more stuff, feeling tired and just a little out of focus. People last week kept using this word, surreal. This is so surreal. It was like being in a dark tunnel and not knowing what was coming next. But then I realized something that is going to sound really cliche. There is always a light at the end of a tunnel. By the way, as a side note, if there isn't a light, it isn't a tunnel. It's called a cave. But anyway, it it occurred to me that I wasn't focused on the light which honestly seems right now to be pretty dim and far away, but I was focused on everything around me, kind of like I was reacting to the darkness, if you will. And then I wrote down these words. It is gazing upon the light at the end of a tunnel whose length we cannot measure and whose darkness we do not know that we find our reference point of hope and not despair. It is gazing upon the light at the end of a tunnel that we find our reference point of hope and not despair. I don't know, maybe these words were just for me, but I have been looking at them the past 24 hours since I wrote them down and, and just trying to live them out. I know some people are downplaying our situation or going out in defiance or worst of all, saying that if you have enough faith, you won't be affected. We'll be really clear right here. That's not what I'm saying. Focusing on the light does not mean the darkness just suddenly disappears. It simply gives a reference point, a future perspective to the reality of now. And again, it gives this anchor of hope. In the eighth chapter of Mark's gospel, Jesus feeds 4,000 plus people and, and heals a blind man and things are looking really good. Even Peter has this moment of clarity as he calls Jesus the Messiah when the disciples are asked to proclaim who they think Jesus is. But then Jesus defines what it means that he is the Messiah. In verses 31 to 34 of that eighth chapter in Mark, it says, Then Jesus began to teach them that the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed and after three days rise again. He said all this quite openly. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and looking at his disciples, Jesus rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. We keep getting updates to try and prepare us and encourage us for what is now, and what is coming next, as much as it can be predicted. 
Jesus wants to prepare his disciples too because arrest and torture and crucifixion are pretty dark things. A pretty dark tunnel with seemingly no light at the end. But Jesus gives a light, assuring them in his words that he will rise again. Yet Peter doesn't see it. He doesn't see the light. He's so focused on this massive darkness Jesus just laid out that he becomes an adversary to himself and to what Jesus is doing. Now, it doesn't do us any good to pretend there is no darkness. But it doesn't do any good to only see the darkness when we know the hope and the light we are promised. That crowd noise slash music I played just a few minutes ago will fill the places we miss again. Schools, work, playgrounds, theaters, stadiums, etc. And it will fill our worship space again. A day I am now calling, kind of playfully, (laughs) the big, sweet, resurrection, praise God, holy hugs, reunion, someday light at the end of this tunnel. May you do what you need to do to deal with this present darkness. And I hope you can stay connected through that. But I encourage you also to keep your eyes fixed on the light that gives us an anchor of hope, no matter what happens, no matter what is to come. And that is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. I do want to note as kind of an end to this devotion, a couple of things. First of all, if you enjoyed this devotion, please like it, please comment, please share it. Um, Take that link and email it or share it on your social media to connect with others. And then I also wanted to just give a word out, and I know this will be coming uh, in some other forms from our church, but to all those who are 60 and older in this congregation and, and really in our community, we really do encourage you to please stay home and to reach out to us as your congregation if there are ways we can help you do that. So please don't hesitate to call us, to email us, to contact us, and to reach out for help so that we can continue to help you stay safe. May you be blessed this day and always. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.